Hey everybody, welcome to episode 193 of the Running Rogue podcast. This is Chris coming to you not from Austin, Texas, as I'm on vacation this week with my family. So I'm going to have a short and sweet episode for you today. My apologies for it coming a a day late, but uh, time with family hiking got in the way yesterday. And today, actually, I wanted to talk about training and vacation because I get this question often as a coach, as athletes head out on vacation, especially in the summer months, and they ask me, what should I do? I'm on vacation for a week, maybe two weeks. How should I stay on top of my training while I'm gone? And today in this episode, we'll talk about it. I've got six things, six quote unquote rules of training and vacation that we're going to run through really quickly so that I can get back to my vacation. But, uh, and you may be surprised by what I say in this episode. It's actually more simple and straightforward than maybe you would expect, but we're going to keep it really easy on this episode as we talk about training and vacation. The first rule of training and vacation is a really, really simple one, and that is to enjoy your vacation. (laughs) Enjoy your vacation and do whatever that means for you as it relates to activity. You want to get out there and you want to just enjoy what you're doing. And so take full advantage of your vacation, whatever that means for you. So for some of you, it's going to look different than others. Some people enjoy getting out and doing structured training while on vacation. Others might need a break from that and might enjoy doing other things while on vacation. And I would just encourage you to enjoy your vacation. So whatever you're planning, whatever the trip involves, whoever the trip might involve, Make sure that your first priority has nothing to do with training, but it is to actually enjoy your time away, whatever that looks like. Personally, I'm closer to a higher elevation this week near the mountains. And so for me, getting out and doing some hiking in the mountains with my family is part of enjoying the process. And so I'm going to prioritize those hikes versus my own training during this time. And in general, for me on vacation, enjoying vacation means not worrying so much about structured workouts or runs, but rather doing the activities that I'm excited about, doing runs that I'm excited about if that fits. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, depending on the vacation. And that's step number one. You know, the reason you're on vacation is to enjoy it, and you want to make sure that you get the benefits of that enjoyment which include things that happen well beyond aerobic development. And those things, which we'll talk about later, are you kind of allowing your blood pressure to fall, your perhaps sleep to get caught back up on, your stress to to float away or maybe melt away, depending on where you are, so that you can come back refreshed and recharged from your time away. And again, for some of you, that might involve some structured work, some structured training runs, some structured workouts, if you can do it in a way that doesn't interfere with you enjoying your vacation and your time, or perhaps taking away from your family, your friends, whoever you might be traveling with, enjoying their time. So rule number one for training and vacation is to enjoy your vacation. That comes first and foremost above any 
structured training. It takes at least three weeks to detrain. And so this worry that you're going to somehow lose fitness because you're enjoying your vacation is frankly just mythology. And those are, those are doubts that you shouldn't validate. Instead, you can reframe that to say, instead of losing fitness, I'm actually gaining recovery. I'm gaining relaxation. I'm gaining recovery that's going to allow me, even after a two-week break, to come back strong. So step number one, rule number one, enjoy vacation. I'll give you a, an example of this twice, actually. Before big races, I took two weeks vacation. Once, right after I got married back in 2003, December 2003, December 20th, 2003, I got married. And it was in the middle of training for a marathon in Austin in February after I got married. And we went on a two-week vacation to the beach. In those two weeks, I did stay active, but I didn't do a ton of structured running. I certainly didn't do any long runs or workouts. We hiked, we swam, we snorkeled, did some running casually with my wife, but we enjoyed ourselves. And then I came back, finished that cycle out, and ended up getting close to a 10-minute marathon PR in that race. Also, last summer, when I traveled to Europe before my 50-miler, I took two weeks to Europe to go see the the world the women's world cup as well as travel around France and Italy and Switzerland with the family on that trip I did two runs one was a shakeout run before the race that I did in the middle of that trip where I ran 25 miles or 40k on the trails as prep for my 50 miler but beyond that didn't run a single other step beyond those two runs during those two weeks did a ton of hiking, did a, con- did a ton of movement, but still came back strong and finished that 50 miler in a time that was faster than my goal. So those are just two examples from my life, but I can count, I can point to countless examples from athletes that I've coached who have gone off, enjoyed their vacation, and still come back strong. And I would say, especially this summer, with the fact that we don't have a lot of races officially on the calendar, you even have more liberty to really enjoy your vacation, and you probably even need that enjoyment more during this stressful and uncertain time. So rule number one with training and vacation is to enjoy your vacation. Prioritize that and whatever that looks like over any sort of structured training. Rule number two, which is a corollary to that, is do stay active, whatever that looks like for you doesn't have to be running, but you want to, if you can, and if you're going to enjoy it, find ways to enjoy activity while you're out. And that can come again in a lot of forms. For me on this trip to the mountains, it means hiking with my family and moving in that way, taking some walks in the evening to dinner, perhaps. In some cases, for those that might be heading to the beach, it could be playing and being active at the beach, whatever that might look like, from swimming to playing in the surf to going out and doing bodyboarding or or body surfing, wave surfing, and and or surfing itself. So there's lots of different ways you can stay active while on vacation, depending on what your venue is or where you are, and just find ways to stay active. Because that activity, while it 
isn't necessarily structured training is going to keep the muscles, the tendons, the aerobic system activated and happy so that when you do come back to structured training, you're ready to jump right back in. But I want to keep, I want to emphasize that 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 activity should be things you enjoy, should be things that are communal, that involve whoever you might be traveling with, should be should be fun, should be playful, should you know leave you more energized when you're done, maybe a little tired, but more energized when you're done, and just enjoy yourself. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be active the whole time. It doesn't even mean that you have to be active every day, because there are certainly days, and I've already had a couple on this trip, where you also just want to lounge around and you just want to relax, maybe sip a little cocktail on the beach or, in my case, sit on the porch and enjoy the cool temperatures and the mountain views. There is absolutely a place for that too. Make sure you leave space for both while on your vacation, but as long as you're staying active in other ways, regardless of what it looks like, whether it involves running specifically or not, then you're going to be in good, in good shape. So that's rule number two, stay active in fun, exciting ways. Number three, use this as an opportunity to explore your surroundings. Personally, anytime I go to a destination, I pull up an app that I have called the Trail Run Project, and or you can use an app like All Trails. You can also just search another app that I use is Map My Run, where you can search on routes and find ways to explore your surroundings on your two feet. And to me, the best way to sightsee, the best way to see an environment is to go out with your shoes on, find a way to, to explore the environment that you're in, whether it be a city by walking around. Last summer, did a ton of exploring cities, just walking around Paris, walking around Nice walking around other cities and or in the case I'm in now here on this trip in the mountains, I'll be doing some exploratory trail running to enjoy the views and to get out and explore in that way. But there's other ways to do it. Just go out and explore on your two feet. And that can look like running. In some cases, it might. I've got a route, a 14-mile trail route planned tomorrow for a little exploration around this area, but it could also mean getting out in an unstructured way and just heading out with a backpack and getting lost in a city and exploring and deciding to take whatever street turns come your way as you explore. And so there's lots of different forms that that exploration can take, but it's one of the best ways, in my opinion, to experience the place that you're in while also getting in some of that activity that I talked about. And there's great tools and apps for you to do that. I mentioned Trail Run Project. It's a free app that you can, by the way, use offline as well. If you're up in the trails, it will, it will figure out where you are using your phone and show you where you are on the map, even if you're not connected to a cell signal. And so there's, and there's All Trails as another app. You know, I've used Map My Run when I'm in city destinations because you can go on there and search by distance, search by geography, and pull up different routes. You can also search segments on Strava and maybe go go king or queen of, queen of the mountain hunting. But find a way 
to explore your surroundings, which means by default that you're going to be getting in some activity at the same time. So that's number three, explore. Number four, don't forget to relax and don't forget to catch up on your sleep. Your sleep is so important. And that doesn't mean you don't want to have those days where you get out and maybe wake up early to go catch the sunrise or go get, in my case, tomorrow, I'm going to start a little bit earlier for a trail run so that I get out before it gets too warm. But you'll want to give yourself that opportunity to just be, to relax, to be present, and to get that extra sleep. If you're not getting eight hours a night while you're in your work life, in your normal life, this is the time to do that. Maybe catch a nine-hour sleep night and recharge a little bit so that your body can really experience the benefits of vacation, which is all about restoring your body. And sleep is a big part of that. But so is just being present and relaxing. You know, as I mentioned here, we've got an Airbnb with a nice patio that has mountain views, cooler temperatures. And so I can sit there for, gosh, hours in the evening and just enjoy the cooler temperatures away from the Austin heat and look at those views. Let the blood pressure fall and really enjoy the recharge that comes from just being present and still and relaxing and not having that need all the time to go do 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 because the benefits of that extend to training as well because this is the time to consolidate your fitness building that you've been doing over the weeks prior to vacation and allow your body to get into that restorative mode it's recovering and really consolidating the fitness gains that you've put to but you put to work by doing the work so that when you come back you're more ready to use that fitness in your continued training so again you can think about vacation as time away from structure training but i'd rather reframe that and think about vacation as time where you're investing in recovery investing in restoring your body So that when you come back to training, you're more ready. You've got all of that fitness consolidated in you and you're ready to put it to work. So don't forget, rule number four, don't forget to relax. Don't forget to sleep. Don't forget to really enjoy your downtime as a part of your vacation. Number five, kind of dovetails with number one. But don't forget to have fun. Have fun. Do the things that you're going to enjoy, not only yourself, but also as a family. Explore. Have fun. Be playful. Experiment with things you haven't tried. Do things that you wouldn't normally do. And enjoy doing it. That's what vacation's all about, after all. And it isn't until you really dig into having fun that I think you can really take full advantage of what vacation provides. So that's rule number five, which is basically a reminder of rule number two. And then number six, when you come back after those one or two weeks off, then give yourself two or three days to kind of ease back in. But really largely you should be able to, if you've stayed active while while on vacation, 
you should, you should be able to actually jump right back into to training. Now I want you to give yourself some training wheels on those initial days, maybe on that initial workout. Maybe start with a long run that's perhaps 80 to 85% of your prior peak during that first week back from vacation. But then after that, you can jump right back in and get right back to training at full loads. So you don't necessarily have to have a big ramp up period after vacation as long as you've stayed active during vacation. So pretty simple to jump right back in. And then I think what you'll find is that you're refreshed, you're restored, your body's recovered, and then you're going to really start to see after that initial ramp up period, you'll start to see the dividends of vacation paying off. And I've seen that in spades in in those two examples that I gave you. Yeah, you might have a little bit of a re-entry period that first three to four days, maybe that first week back where you're you're kind of feeling a little bit of struggle because you haven't been as rigorous in the vacation time. But then after that, that second week, that third week, you should really start to see the payback come. And and then you'll be thriving as you head into whatever your next phase of training might look like. So ease back, but but you don't necessarily have to take a massive like two to three week ramp up period post vacation. Give yourself three to four days, one week max, ease back in at maybe 85% of your work and then jump right back to 100% in that second week and then you'll be off to the races. So that's it. Those are the six rules. Really simple. And I'll remind you as we wrap about rule number one. Above all else, nothing else matters. Because even if you sit on your butt and don't do anything else for a week or two weeks, if you enjoy your vacation, then that will be time invested in rest and recovery that will pay off when you get back into it on the other side. So keep that in mind. Don't feel guilty when you're taking that time on vacation and enjoy. So I hope that leaves all of you ready to finish the summer perhaps with a few vacations for those that still have that opportunity to explore as the summer wraps up. Otherwise, keep this in mind for future vacations and I'm going to get back to enjoying my vacation and thank you for being patient with the delay on this podcast and with a shorter episode this week. But this is a question that I get often and so I just wanted to to hammer home these six quick points. Enjoy your vacation. Stay active while you're out there. Explore, relax, and sleep. Have fun. And then, of course, ease back in just a little bit and then jump back into full training on the other side. That's what I'll be doing. And I will be coming to you guys again next week with a full episode. So again, thanks to all of you for listening. As always, you can check us out at roguerunning.com or follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Until next time, we'll talk to you soon.